Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay, so now that we're back after the internet took a dump on us. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Welcome to the H2MMO podcast. Video game reviews and more for the discerning video gamer. Hey everybody and welcome back to the H2MMO podcast. I'm your host Michael Bartok and H2MMO.com is where we have video game reviews, MMO news and more. Today is Sunday, April 3rd, 2011. And joining us, as always, is our co-hosts, are our co-hosts, Brandon. Hello, everybody. And Matt. It is me, the great one. Uh-huh. And also joining us in the background, if you can't hear, um, is the 2011 Sun and Fun Fly-In in Lakeland, Florida. So if you hear random jets screaming through the podcast, that's because there are actual jets flying over my house. Uh, we saw the, uh, the Blue Angels yesterday. We went to the Renaissance Fair yesterday, uh, and as we were coming home, we saw the Blue Angels uh, flying over our neighborhood. So <laughs> that was uh, that was interesting. So, uh, what have you guys been up to lately in the world of video gamery? Well, with work getting in the way, it's been a little slow for me. We've noticed. <laughs> Just saying. Sorry, sorry, but um, been playing uh, some Medieval Sims and some Alien Swarm. Okay, see, I bought that for my wife. I bought Medieval, the, the Sims, Medieval Times, whatever, I don't know. So I bought that for her, and she hasn't played it very much. Like, normally she plays the Sim games, like, just insane, like, an insane amount of time as soon as she gets them, but she hasn't this time. Is it any good? So far it's been pretty good, yes. This one is, uh, when you create your character, you pick two traits and you picked one flaw. And the flaws can be pretty interesting. Like, uh, my flaw for the first character did is that he's insatiable. He wants to have woman after woman after woman. That's a little mature, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. Makes it fun. Okay, and it's it's not set up like a traditional Sims game, is it? It is not. So, in this one, you actually do a little more adventuring work to build your castle up and things like that. It's a little bit, it's actually quite a bit different than the regular Sims. Alright, I'm going to have to play it. I mean, well, um... Do you want to talk about that for a little bit? Oh, we can go into that one. So, like I said, it's not like the original Sims. It's, it is medieval times. You can go out and... You start off where you have to pick a monarch. You have to start up a new kingdom and, and go from there. Are you the monarch? Yes, you're the monarch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you build your character. You can either pick from a set of pre-built Sims, or you can create your own, which I created my own. Mm-hmm. Pick my own traits... And I had to pick the flaw of being insatiable. He likes to have his women's. Uh-huh. But uh, as you go through, what you get is that you, know, you got to do quests. You, know, you have quests, so you actually got to go do stuff. Um, and as you're going through, you get a little pop-up saying, hey, go do this. Like, go get some wood or go get some stone or go beat the town bully up. Mm-hmm. Go fight this bandit in the woods. And you can get into sword fights with them. You can get into sparring matches. You can go and... Um, had them arrested and sent to the stockade. Now at the stockade, there's this pit, an execution pit. Uh-huh. Where there's this monster inside it, this little serpent thing that comes out and will 
<laughs> you'll see the Sims fight with it as they're being as they're pushed into the pit. So that's pretty fun. It makes it interesting. All right. Well, uh, so the gameplay is divided up between like uh, kingdom building and adventuring. It is. Yes. I mean, because once you built the uh, once you get past the first part of the game, where you build up your um, you start building your kingdom, you get your monarch going. Uh huh. The next thing they have you do, say, okay, you did this quest. You now get quest points. Mm-hmm. Go take your quest points and go pick something in the town that needs to be built. You know, like you can do your wizard studio. You can do your um, what is it? Your merchants, blacksmith, churches. I mean, there's quite a few different buildings you got to build out. Uh-huh. So you got to build your points on to build that and expand it. And then you go from there, and you know they get the quest, and you have your original king that has quests he needs to do. And you start building up points, and get points, and you start building more into your actual kingdom. Then you can eventually you expand outward, and you can either merge or depends on how you go. If you're going defensive or offensive, you can go take over other countries. Oh, so it has like a, a strategy element to it as well. Correct. Hmm. I'm a, well, you know, like I said, I bought it for the wife and. Uh, she's played it a little bit, but she hasn't played it that much, I guess, because it's not like a traditional Sims game. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm interested in it. You know, I don't, I don't know what she's, you know, hesitating for, but I'm, I'm interested in it. I want to see what it's like. It's fun. It's, it, like I said, it, it's, it's medieval time, so <laughs> your bathtub is nothing but a giant wooden tub. Uh, I'm thinking like, like a horse. Almost like a horse trough. Nice. That's what it looks like to me. So th- that's your bathtub, and you're in a castle. You got to build it up, things like that. And you can go to you can go to town and go buy your stuff that you need. You can buy armor, swords, books, um, and periodically you just get random people that come up to you, and you can either pick will you do this or will you do this. Mm-hmm. You got to pick one or the other, and um, either good things or bad things will come from it. I've got. Like, I was in town, this dwarf came up to me and was selling books. I'm like, okay, I'll buy your books. And paid 400 gold for them. Well, they're how to make a dark demonic sword and how to make dark demonic armor. Like, ooh, that could come in interesting later. Uh, yeah. Um, (laughs) making demonic armor there, okay. Exactly. The the Sims game, this one's a little bit, is different because you're going to get into... Where you're gonna go out and actually fight people, and you can, you know, actually get into where you get into a sword fight where you kill them. That's a, so. It's a little darker version of The Sims than we're used to in the in the, in the past in previous games. Correct. Correct. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get up to where I can be the assassin. Uh, you want to be an assassin, huh? Oh well, yeah, because it, that looks fun. You get you know get around get around poison people. Go poison the monarch. Go poison the king. <laughs> Why not? All right, well, because I've I've seen the commercials and they they've got the guy um, Turk from Scrubs yep. doing the commercials. So all right, well, I, how much of it have you played lately? I've played a couple hours worth. So I've played through the first part of the uh, Monarch Quest and started into the uh, where I purchased the uh, the Merchants Guild. Uh huh. You purchased. You bought the whole guild. No, you well, you you buy it, so you build it, then you hire someone to come work it. Hmm. So that that's I've gotten to that point of it. I plan to play a little bit more tonight. Okay, all right. So, uh, what's your recommendation so far? Good, bad, ugly? Good. It is different than the original Sims, so it's kind of a shocker to people who want to play the Sims like they want to. 
Right. You have to start out in its story mode first, and eventually it unlocks everything, all the other features you want, or you can play it the way you want to play it. Okay. So you earn it as you go. I mean, it's... Right now, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, nice. Okay. That's yeah. good. I like it. That's good. I, you know what? I'm going to have to go play. Uh, I'm going to have to find some time somewhere and, and, and go play it, because uh, the wife's not, and, and I want to. I'm looking at the show notes here, uh, and they have updated. It seems that um, Matt has put in some notes for his review and his upcoming video games that he's looking forward to, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty horrible. Uh, Matt, what have you been playing lately? Uh, mostly Rift. Oh, mostly Rift. Okay, because I, um, I didn't think Mike Sucks was a new title. I, I didn't, that's what you have written in there, but I don't, think, I don't remember seeing that one in the, in, the, uh, in the news releases there. I was just testing to see if it uh, updated. Oh, if the edit updated. Well, it did. It did. It, it did. So mostly just Rift. You haven't been playing anything else. Um, no, just rest. Okay. You, you, sir, are an MMO nerd. Yes, yes, I am. That'll come in handy when... Denying that. When we, that'll come in handy when we do the MMO news. Okay, alright. Let's see, so Brandon did The Sims, what's it called, The Sims Medieval? Medieval Sims. Medieval Sims, okay. And then I have uh, a little title that I got uh, called Dragon Age 2. So, hmm, let's see. Uh, lots of mixed reviews on this game. Lots of mixed reviews. Dragon Age 1 was a very iconic title. Um, but they had some problems with the with the console ports. They had some problems with the graphics on the console ports. I think mostly on the Xbox. They had some problems with the combat, with the stop-and-go combat. It seemed to work better on the PC than it did on the consoles. But... In spite of all of that, people still like the game. Oh, one other problem. The main character in Dragon Age Origins and Awakenings never said anything, verbally. You could pick a a, a, a conversation option, but they never said anything, period. There was no recorded voiceover for your character. And in in spite of all of those things, in spite of, you know, some of the console porting problems and the combat problems and the character problems, people still really like the game. It was a very iconic release for for BioWare. It made them a lot of money. They came out with Awakenings. They came out with lots of downloadable content. And now, uh, a year or more later, they've come out with Dragon Age 2. And it has gotten such mixed reviews. People are just like... uh, Some people love it and they say, oh, this is great. Some people hate it. And I don't know. Let's just just talk about it for a minute. And and see if we can figure something out. The graphics... um, have been updated. I've got this. I've got Dragon Age 2 on the PS3. The graphics have been updated. I don't know if this was a style update or an engine update. Uh, it doesn't look so much like an engine update uh, necessarily. It looks more kind of like a, a, a style update. But it, they might have done some engine tweaking as well. So it looks better than it did. It looks a lot better than it did. It has uh, a crisper, cleaner kind of feel to it. And Dragon Age 2 is definitely not as brown as the first one was. The first one was very kind of dark, kind of brown. Even when you were in the forest or whatever, there were lots of browns. Uh, this one seems to be a little bit more alive. It's not as comic booky and cartoony as um, Darksiders, which would look like a comic book come to life. 
but it's definitely a step towards the the cartoony comic booky kind of end of things. So there goes another jet. The game itself, it doesn't really feel like Dragon Age did when I played Dragon Age the first one on the on the PS3. It doesn't it doesn't feel that way. Dragon Age Two is much more action oriented. One of the problems with Dragon Age One was that the X button was go to target. The X button now is just a standard basic attack. So they revamped the combat system. They revamped the skill system. That that big block of X's that you had before for your skills and whatnot. They've revamped uh, all of that. It's a lot easier now. The whole game has been kind of, I hate to say it this way, but kind of dumbed down. Uh, and it feels like it's a it's a a mixture between the original Dragon Age Origins and and God of War or some other high profile action title. That's what it feels like. When you go into combat now, it's just mash, 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 mash. Uh, until everything's dead, there's very little strategy. I, I'm playing it on easy. I play a lot of games on easy so I can play through them fast. And it's there's very little challenge and there's absolutely no strategy playing Dragon Age 2 on easy. Uh, you have, you've got your main character, Hawk, uh, who can be male or female, warrior, rogue, or mage. You pick up adventurers on the side like you like you normally do i think you pick up a you have your sister or your brother depending on which way you go uh one of them dies early on depending on what you pick and the whole thing is couched as this dwarf rogue telling the story so you you've got your brother or your sister you've got this dwarf guy that you pick up and then you pick up quite a few other people along the way you pick up like a a a a sword and shield kind of warrior. You pick up uh, all kinds of different crazy things. Anders from Dragon Age Awakenings comes back. But the, the the model doesn't look the same, and it's definitely not the same guy voicing him. So it, it, it's really confusing when you see Anders because the mo- it, it's his name and it's his story, but the the character model looks different. And the voice is different, so it might as well not be him. It might as well be somebody else. Well, that stinks. Why did they do that? I don't know. It, it, part of it had to have been in updating the graphics, but it doesn't look like Anders. And he, it doesn't sound like Anders, so what's the point? <laughs> I don't, you know, so I, I'm not sure why they did that. Definitely the the upgrade made the graphics, the graphics upgrade made everything look a lot better, but the... In terms of Anders, it's just it's that's not Anders. It doesn't look like Anders. Like, what's you know? So why confuse me? Gear management doesn't play a large part in this game like it did before. They've got this kind of little five star rating system, so that it, when you get a piece of gear, it's got a number of stars on it, and if it's two, then it's average for your level, and if it's above that, then it's you know above average for your level. So and a lot of st- your character's companions each wear their own armor, their own outfit, and you can't change that. You can buy upgrades at some of the shops at various points in the stories and upgrade their armor. But if, you've, if you're a warrior and you find a mage robe, well, then that mage robe is for you. If you were playing a mage, you might as well sell it. You're not, you can't do anything with it because your mages won't wear it. So... If you're playing a warrior, then all you want is, you know, plate 
and your weapons, you can change some of the other weapons out for some of the other characters, but not all of them. So there's no gear management for your party or very little gear management for your party. You end up selling just about everything. And the storyline behind the whole game and the quests, almost all of the quests seem like you go fetch quests. Oh, I, you know, I, I was walking along the beach and a dragon scared me and so I threw my wedding ring at him and now it's in his colon. Go get my wedding ring from the dragon's colon on the beach. <laughs> and you're like, okay. So you go do that and you, you come back and you give him the ring and that's it. The first part of the game is you want to go to the deep roads. Well, let me give a little setup. Hawk comes with his or her family to Kirkwall, which is across the ocean uh, from Ferelden, like north. And you can't get into the city, but you supposedly have a rich relative. Turns out that your rich relative is a stinking gambler and he's not rich anymore. But you have to align yourself with either these mercenaries or these smugglers to get into the city, to get your family into the city. After that, you meet up with this dwarf, and you have to come up with 50 gold sovereigns to go on this expedition in the deep roads and hopefully make a lot more money. So the first part of the game is you're just running around doing fetch quests to get the 50 gold to go on this expedition. So you do that, and and that makes sense. But when you come back, it, it's still just a lot of this go fetch, go fetch, go fetch, go do this, go talk to this guy, you know, go recover this. And the problem with that is that there's no epic feel to the story. Like, there's no driving purpose to the story. In Dragon Age Origins, you had to go kill the Archdemon. That was it. You had to stop the Blight. That, that was the whole purpose. So there was always this constant force that was driving you on. You might have done some things to the side, but everything that you did, when you had to go rescue... Uh, or save the life of Arl Amon, that was so that you could get an army to fight the Blight. Uh, when you, you know, went and did Andraste's Ashes, well, that was to cure Arl Amon to get an army to go fight the Blight. When you, you know, went to the Mage Tower, it, it was to recruit people to join your army to go fight the Blight. You know, the same thing with the Elves, the same thing with the Dwarves. You know, the whole thing was for you to... to build up a force so that you could go and, and fight the Blight and kill the Archdemon. And this one is just kind of like, well, what are you doing today? Well, I don't know. Let's go walk out into the square and see who's got some fetch quests for me. And, <laughs> and you just go and do a bunch of fetch quests, you know? And so the, it, there's nothing epic. It's an easy game to play. It's easy to sit down and play Dragon Age 2 for 20 minutes and then go do something else. You know, if you need to, to do the laundry, to cook dinner, to, to, you know, cut the grass, take out the trash, whatever. And you can drop in and out of this game very easy. It's a very easy game to play. It, it doesn't feel like Dragon Age. I mean, it kind of looks like Dragon Age, and it kind of sounds like Dragon Age, but it doesn't really feel like it it didn't capture that same essence that it had before and I, I i don't know i'm not finished i've got a lot of time in i think i'm my character's like level 16 
So I'm assuming that that's probably over halfway through. But there's still nothing epic about the damn game at all. There's just nothing. It's, and of course, you, when you play like a role-playing game like this, you want it to be epic. But it's a good game. If they had never made Dragon Age Origins 1, people would be like, oh yeah, this is cool. But because they had Dragon Age 1, you know, Origins, we've got something to compare it to, and it's it's radically different in terms of its play and its mechanics. And this is why people are kind of up in the air. I mean, it's taken by itself. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty good game. Taken in the context of Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age Awakenings and those characters there and the graphics and everything else, it's, it's kind of like... Yeah, you did a better job, but it, it's just, it's different. It's not the same. It doesn't have the same feel. And I think that's where people are upset. So, I don't know. I, I give it probably a solid, I don't know. I mean, it's it's at least an 8 out of 5. You know, on a good day, it's probably an 8 out of 5. I'm sorry, an 8 out of 10. On a good day, it's probably an 8.5 out of 10. You know, on a bad day, you know, probably a 7.5, 7.75. It's, it's, if you like Dragon Age, it's, it's probably worth getting, but you're not going to feel the same way about it as you, that you did about Dragon Age Origins. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I want to finish it. I haven't yet, but I want to finish it and see where it goes. It's a good game, but it comes with such history that it leaves you with kind of some mixed feelings, but, but it's not a bad video game. So, anyway, that's what it is. I'm done. I'm mean, that's it. I'm done. Are you you done ranting? I wasn't. That wasn't a rant. <laughs> I can rant, and sir, that was not a rant. That was more a, a soliloquy. Yeah, there we go. A soliloquy. I'll take that. I'll take that. Alas, poor Hawk. I knew him well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next. I've actually got one. It's um another review. It's called Alien Swarm. This is a swarm. Yep. This is a free Steam game. It's a um, third-person shooter. Uh, you and three others, you know, other people you you know, get together. You're this uh, combat group. You go through and you work your way through this compound, fighting off alien sw- uh, an alien swarm. <clears throat> you have a a captain, a sarge, a specialist. Uh, hang on, a captain, a specialist. A medic and a tech, and you need all of them to get yourself through the uh, the different levels. Mm-hmm. Like you need techs because they can either weld or unweld doors or hack computer systems and get you through where you need to go. What's today? Today is the third Sunday. Oh, okay. I'm because when you said Steam, I opened up my Steam. There's this game called Horde, and the blurb is "You are the dragon." Scare villages, burn castles, collect golden gems, kidnap princesses, roast pesky knights. <laughs> and it releases tomorrow the 4th. That's so funny. It, yeah, it is, actually. It is funny. So, I don't know if it's... It's like 8 bucks on Steam. So, anyway. Sorry to interrupt. You were talking about Alien Swarm? Yeah, again, it's... So, it's a free game. You're one of these four, one of these four people, and you can actually pick... There's two different teams. You can pick anyone in between the two teams. So you'd have two specialists, two techs, two medics, and you need them as you go through to fight off these overwhelming masses of aliens. Mm-hmm. 
But as you go through, you know, you get experience points for finishing level. So you level up, you get new weapons and things like that you can use to in your next battles. So we've been playing that, my brother and I. Mm-hmm. Just recently, like this morning. And it, it's pretty fun. It, it's pretty addictive. It's very simple to use. And for a free game, it was really well designed. And it's free? It's free. All right, I see it. I see it right here. It is a free game to play. But to earn experience points, you have to have at least um, two people. Uh-huh. Because you got to play online together. You can play offline as practice mode, and you just go through the entire thing. Why is it free? Probably because one of their, they're either they made it free recently, because they've got a new expansion coming out, or a new uh, version 2, whatever, mm-hmm. coming out. So they're saying, here's a free one. Go play with it if you like it. Here's our new one. Pay me for it. Okay. They'll, they'll do that. They'll uh, make their older ones free when new ones come out. Okay. All right. Well, the, uh, there's another Swarm game that we were looking at as we were getting ready for the podcast called Swarm. And this is... <laughs> this is I guess this is kind of going to roll... Well, it's already released, but it could roll right into upcoming games or things that you're interested in. I haven't played this game... So I am kind of interested in it. It's like 15 bucks on the PlayStation Network and like Xbox Live, and and it is you have a group of these blue blobs called swarmites, and that's your swarm, and there's 50 of them, and you have to race from. It's a side scroller, so you have to race from the left to the right across this level, but your swarm can do funny things. It, it can expand. Uh, so that they're all walking around in a loose group, or you can huddle them together so that they're walking around in a tight group. They can stack on top of each other uh, so that they can reach things that are above them. And while you're doing all of this, you've, so you've got these different formations, and you're running from left to right across this... Uh, it's like a 2D platformer, but of course rendered in kind of like 3D. It's got depth and everything to it. Uh, you have saws and acid and gas and hammers and laser beams, and giant robots, all trying to eat your little swarm guys. So, in order to get a high score, you've got to let them eat some of them, but you've also got to have enough swarm guys to to push all the buttons and flip all the switches to get you to the end of the level. And the marketing and the advertising that they've done for this game has just been, it's just very over-the-top, very cute, very funny. And they've even got a counter on their website that counts on Xbox Live and PlayStation Network how many times uh, one of these little swarmites dies. So they've got a run in total for worldwide of of how many of these little blue things have been killed by all the players all over the world. <laughs> so it's actually kind of cool. I wanted to take a look at that. Hadn't have haven't had a chance to yet. Like I said, it's fifteen bucks. I think it's out now. It's fifteen bucks on the PlayStation Network. It's gotten kind of mixed reviews, but mostly positive. Uh, it's definitely different. It's the first time that you can control, like, a mass of, like, 50 thingies on the PlayStation. So, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but so, yeah. I, uh, what's the... I, I saw Swarm. I was looking. I was like, what is this? And I thought about I, it. Didn't I send the link out to everybody? I think so. So Swarm, the game. So it's it's www.swarmites.com. Uh, Swarmites is uh, S-W-A-R-M-I-T. 
S-T-E-S.com. Uh, the the videos and stuff that they have for the game are just hilarious. You know, they'll be doing like a fake interview and it'll just be like a baby, like playing with the microphone. It's just stupid. Uh, the count, the global Swarmite death total right now is at 87 million and, and counting. It keeps going up every second. So 87 million of these little blue things that have been killed since the game went live and people are playing it. I guess it went live on March 23rd. So, that's something that you can play that's cheap. Oh, yeah, that number's, that number's just flying. Yeah. So, you know, it's 15 bucks, and you said Alien Swarm was free? Yep. So that's good. The The game that I mentioned, Horde, uh, that's like 8 bucks. That's releasing at midnight, and that's pretty cheap. I don't know if it's any good, but it looks kind of interesting. So we shall see. What else have we got that's upcoming that we want to talk about? Well, we have, which I actually just got the beta for, and they actually have, still available out on Steam, the beta for, Dark Spore. Dark Spore. Now, we talked about this a while back. This came from the EA game uh, Spore. Spore, yep. All right, have you played it yet? No, I've I just got my beta, so I had it installed, and I've got to play it still. Okay, all right. So, let's... the release date is April 27th. And again, this is you and four others get a team up, go march around the third-person universe, third-person view universe, as a spore character that you've created, mm-hmm. fighting and working your way through it. Oh, so it's it's a it's based on the Left for Dead model, right? I would have to go closer to um, Diablo. Diablo, okay. Or uh, what was the other one that we played? That couch co-op that we were playing. EverQuest. The EverQuest games for PlayStation Two. Yep. Uh, it's cl- it's closer to that where you're you know, you all four y'all working together like that. Oh, there it is, Dark Spore. Yep. Ooh, forty nine bucks. Mm-hmm. That's why I play the beta first if you like it. Okay. I guess there is a new version of the Flash Player. Are you running a 64-bit? Uh, my operating system is, yeah. Flash will not work on 64-bit. Go into... There's a way to run it as 32-bit in your start menu. Just find the Internet Explorer that's set for 32-bit. Oh, no, I don't have to do that. There's a um, Adobe... For those, who don't, for those who don't know how, that's how you fix an issue with Flash Player on a 64-bit operating system. Internet Explorer operating system. All right, well, that should... Let's see. Well, this is Chrome. I don't... Anyway. Oh, restart Steam. Okay, that's why. Okay. What else, what else do we have? Uh, so, well, are, are you done with Dark Spore? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's an upcoming game. It, it looks really fun. Like I said, it's... Uh, a new take on Spore. Mm. I really like Spore, so I think that's going to be fun. So. See, that didn't that didn't fix my thing. Huh. Oh, well, anyway. Okay, so, yeah, it's going to be 50 bucks. Yeah, there's there's how you create your character. So it looks to be kind of like very multiplayer. Yes. All right, that might be worth the title. The, the screenshots look gorgeous. Yeah, they, they do look good. What else we got? So beyond that, the next one that we have coming up that I'm lo- really looking forward to is Portal 2. 
Okay, talk about that one. So, in the first portal, you're this per- you're this person, and you've got to work your way through all these puzzles by jumping through portals and doing these different events to get yourself through each of the chambers. In Portal 2, it's co-op. So you have to... One person has to do something in one room to help the other person in the in the other room. So you help each other get through the portal. In order to get to exit the stage. Mm-hmm. So it's Team Portal. It's, it's going to make it a little bit more interesting this time. It's uh, computer um, and Xbox. I'm not sure what other platforms are putting it on. But this one looks to be a nice... A nice group game. I think it's actually be played as a uh, couch co-op as well. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a real fun puzzle uh, thinker game for those who like that type of game, which I do. I, li- I like to solve puzzles like that, and this is going to make it really interesting to play because I, re- I like Portal, but was just missing that. Mm, I want some. I need something else to it, uh, like a two-player version, which uh-huh. finally did. Well, does that does that make it more complicated? Yes, it does. Because you, you have to work together. So one has to do one thing and the other has to do the other thing. And I believe with if you play it over internet, you can't see your friend's room. Oh, yeah? I believe that's how they did it. That They've made it more interesting this way. So it's like, okay, well, if I do this... Hey, did that help you? No. Okay. Okay. Um, I know that that had a, a very big following... The first one had a very, very big cult following. I was never a cultist, but yeah. And well, I, I, I don't know. That's that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> hey. Okay, and then I had one that I wanted to talk about a little bit, which was um, Shogun Total War Two. So it came out March fifteenth. It was published by Sega, and they've had a bunch of different, you know, Total War games, uh, but this one is supposed to be the pinnacle. It's getting a, like a 90 on Metacritic. I think the fans have given it like a, maybe an 8.5 out of 10. So, I mean, you're looking at like an 85, 90 game, which is very high. It's very good. It takes itself back, you know, because they came out with a bunch of different versions. And I think the last one was like Napoleon. So it takes it back to its roots, which is uh, feudal Japan during the Warring States periods, uh, period. Uh, and it just it looks amazing. And it's getting good reviews everywhere. And, you know, the graphics are are pretty damned impressive. And I just want to take a look at it. I want to check it out. And I haven't had the the opportunity to do so yet, but I would like to at some point. I mean, because they've had Medieval Total War, and then they had Napoleon Total War, and they've had Medieval, Medieval 2 Total War. So they've... You know, and and it's a large. Um, it was like that King Arthur game I got, kind of. You know, where you set up your battle and you've got all these little, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dudes, and then you go and you fight. So it's got that element to it, but I'm sure it's got uh, some. The other one where you had to make the little formations. The King Arthur one is, yeah, yeah. You had to put them in formation and run them up into the bad guys and try not to lose your butt while you were doing it. The this this game, I'm sure it's got more strategy elements to it than maybe King Arthur did. But uh, and and like I said, I haven't played it, but I just I would love to if I if I have the extra money to go and get this title. But I mean, I've got this, and then I've got you know Dark Spore to look at, and, and some of the other games that we've talked about. And I just don't know which way 
I don't know which direction to go to right now. But the screenshots are just freaking epic, dude. They're just absolutely epic. They're incredible, insane. Well, that sounds good. Well, yeah, it's getting, you know, it, it's a gorgeous game. It's getting high reviews. It's supposed to be the pinnacle of its franchise. Uh, yeah, what's not to love? So definitely, definitely want to take a look at that one. So, all right. Where are we? How far in are we? Oh, 40 right. minutes. Okay, so uh, I guess now we got to move on to some MMO news, right? Mm, MMOs. MMO news. So what have we been doing? Well, we've been playing a lot of Rift. Before we jump into that, though, I want to talk a little bit about um, every year for April Fool's, uh, April 1st, Blizzard, the makers of World of Warcraft, they do this whole thing, uh, a whole series of April Fool's jokes across a lot of their games or all of their games. And they do a bunch of different web pages and they come out with all kinds of crazy stuff. So this year, I I know I did the roundup last year, so this year I'm going to go ahead and do it and then I'll probably won't ever do it again. This year they came out with um, Krabby the Dungeon Helper, who is a little blue crab that floats in the bottom right of your screen. And he says, uh, hi, I'm Krabby. Uh, (laughs) And they've got screenshots of him. You know, your character's, your, your tune's about to go into a dungeon, and it says, it looks like you're getting ready to enter a dungeon. Would you like help? And then you've got, like, get help, or I've got this one, thanks. And he, he's just, a, it's a total rip on the Microsoft paperclip, the little guy Clippy, that came up every time you try to do something, and, you know, Word or whatever. They've got different screenshots of, you know, where you're fighting like uh, Magmatron, and it says, it appears your healer is asleep at the wheel. Would you like me to poke him? <laughs> so, and uh, just all kinds of little different uh, quotes and quips. And then as you start to navigate through those pages that Blizzard set up, Crabby uh, appears, like the paperclip. And he keeps popping up on all those different pages. Uh, the other page, <laughs> the, the, yeah, I know. So, like, you go to this other page, and, and Krabby's, like, hanging out on the other page as well. Let me see if I can find it. The uh, the URL for that is us.battle.net slash wow slash en slash game slash dungeon dash helper. Um, you can see it right there on the front, though, when you go to, like, uh, the wow section of, of Battle.net. And he'll just keep popping up as you navigate through all of those pages. Yeah. They came out with. Uh, they said they were coming out with a new dungeon called the Tomb of Immortal Darkness. And if you go and look at that, they've got some screenshots, and the screenshots are all blank. It's just you're in a you're in a dark room. Can you guys hear this? Yeah. Can you hear the screams and the footsteps? No. Oh, no. You can't hear them. Uh, so anyway, I'm playing a video, and basically what it is is it's a tune. I can't I can't even stop the stupid thing. There it goes. It's a tune that's just walking in a dark room. And that's it. That's all you see. <laughs> it's just walking in a dark room. They've got some screenshots of a, like a bunch of eyes looking at you. And it's just it's just a, a dungeon that's just total darkness. Uh, so they came up with that one and then the final one that they came up with that I want to talk about is they came up with the a cutting edge deep dark technology. Yeah, cutting edge deep dark technology. <laughs> the last one, I, and it's just it's the presentation. It's not just what these guys do; it's how they do it. It's the presentation because it looks like somebody spent twenty five thousand dollars on a web page or website or whatever, 
and it's just these guys, jo- you know, joking around. That's what makes it so awesome. The last one I wanted to talk about is on the Diablo three uh, section of oh, yeah. Battle.net, Battle. and it is the Herodric Cube app for your smartphone. And they are pimping a. If you remember the Herodric Cube from Diablo two, it was a cube that you got, and you could put stuff in it, and you could make other stuff. So if you put in like, you know, six healing potions and six mana potions, you could come out with like one uh, rejuvenation potion. So the Herodric Cube app is supposed to take your apps on your smartphone and you drop them in and you make better apps. So they the, the examples they have are Visage Book, which is Facebook, Catch.com, which is supposed to be Match.com, Angry Imps, which is supposed to be Angry Birds, and Agrotown, which I don't know what Agrotown is, like Farmville or Zombie Farm or something, I don't know. And so if you take their little example of Visage Book and Angry Imps and you put it into the Herodric Cube and you transmute it, you get Wurt's Leg. And if anybody remembers Diablo 2, Wurt's Leg was the thing that you used to open a portal to the secret cow level. If you take Catch.com and Agrotown and you put them in there and you transmute them, you get a, a Tome of Town portal. Let's see if you put... What happens when you put Wurt's Leg in a Tome of Town portal? You get the secret cow level, of course. Let's. Uh, what happens if you put all four of them in there? Oh, you can only put two at a time. So, all right. Um, so, that's just a funny little thing that they decided to do for April Fool's Day. They do it every year, and every year it's usually hilarious. You know, they're promising, you know, transmutation is what's in this one. They're promising translocation coming up, that you'll be able to... to spawn portals to the deepest levels of the burning hells and all kinds of like just diablo-esque kind of stuff and the uh the the, uh the final boss's name in the tomb of immortal darkness no what was his name oh my god so dark or something oh my god so goth yeah oh my god so goth to twilight (laughs) yeah 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 i did see that as a matter of fact oh we're almost at 88 million for the Swarmite death count. Alright, so let's get back. Rift. Everybody knows that we've been playing Rift. We've been playing lots of Rift. We've been playing nothing but Rift. Just Rift, 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 Rift. Everywhere some Rift. So what's the deal with... What's the deal with Rift? We played through the first... The, or the last open beta. We played through Head Start. The game released. Uh, so what do we got going on now? Where are we? Well, it just became version 1.1. Rift released version 1.1, and what's in 1.1? Oh, what do we have here? Matt, you've been playing more recently than I have, at least a couple days. Um, that is the uh, new expansion that they just came out. Well, not really expansion, but basically it's uh, a game-wide event to uh, open up a new uh, 20-man dungeon. It's basically like, like they did with... Uh, and wow, if you remember when they did with AQ, uh huh, where you had to, uh, everybody had to contribute to uh, open up the the new AQ dungeon. Mm-hmm. It's basically, uh, I haven't really played it that much. Um, the 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 event, yeah. I have, um, you know what? I have for... some, but not much. And uh, I, mostly, it's just a bunch of death riffs, right? Right now, yeah. 
That's basically it's like the paint the plane of death is a, a global assault on Talara. It's just to uh close a bunch of rifts, defeat a bunch of enemies, and then I think it'll open up the new dungeon. Okay, because I, I know they have they have some dailies. They have uh you know, the one daily you can run around Sanctum and you can there's these big purple it looks like clouds, like like a from a bonfire or something, just roiling into the sky, and you can throw something at that, and that makes it spawn a little bit, a little mob, and then you kill that, and you do that a couple times, and that's a daily. There's always dailies to go and fight these uh, death rifts. There's uh, what else is there? There's quests to close a certain amount of them. There's quests to collect certain things from them, and. Uh, Right now we're just in stage one of this thing, so I don't even know where it's going yet. But it's but it's definitely going. Uh, oh yeah. And I don't like. I'm not I'm not sure, you know what the end game of all this is going to be, but I'm hoping that it's going to be pretty good. They've got. The more that you you take part, the more of these these particular shards that you get, and the more of these shards that you get. You know, you can buy different things. You can buy pets. You can buy rings. You can buy just little kind of goody things that are going to let you uh, change the appearance of your character, like turn into a death shade or something like that, or put a purple glow on your weapon or or any number of things. And so they're all out there, you know, available. If you're taking part in these rifts, if you're going in and you're fighting and you're getting this currency, then this is just another way for you to go and get some, some kind of fun stuff. Uh, for your character as a part of this whole thing as I guess you know rewards for for taking place in their in their world event content so I don't know I don't know where it's going I know I've done some of it but I'd I'd like to see where it's going as every now and then just across an entire zone just nothing but death rifts will just open up everywhere and people will band up into these huge groups and they'll ride from one to the other and just you know uh, we were in one this morning as a matter of fact uh and, and just close these rifts, just one after another, after another, after another. And you could literally spend hours doing this. It's crazy. And that's all at the end opens up the new 20-man raid instance, which is called the River of Souls. The River of Souls. That sounds promising. All right. Well, then, um, Souls. The last time we did a podcast, we were, you know, we were doing the head start or, or whatever. Um, how did the launch go? Like, I have heard that this was the single largest, smoothest launch in MMO history. I mean, did you uh, have... I don't know about the largest. I mean, I haven't, I haven't checked out any numbers, but I don't know if it would be the largest. I did. I checked out some numbers, and it was even larger than Warhammer's. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Warhammer had 93 servers up, and in the end for launch, Rift had 99. And the nice thing is, is that they didn't have any of them go down. They didn't have any servers go down for, you know, hour upon hour upon hour upon hour. It didn't happen. Uh, they they went up and they stayed up and it was good. So it was really kind of kind of awesome. So I don't know. Uh, they did a really really good job. Uh, the environment was stable. Everything was good. Uh, and that was what like a month ago, a little bit more than a month ago. What level are all of our tunes now i think mine just hit 38 matt what are you at um i'm level 42 42 brandon yes i am level 32 oh you're lagging a little behind so we've got our guild the guardians of junk and stuff 
we're up and running. It's I don't know how many people are in that, but it's a I don't know. It's it's a probably still be considered a small size guild, but we've got what like twenty people or something in it. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to go count now. So the guild's up and running. We're what level three now? Guild level three. We just finished a guild quest. Um, we all played through the newbie area during the during the launch and the head start, and that was fun. And I think the Tryon really put their best foot forward because playing through the newbie area is it's really fun. It's really easy. But what about when you get through there? How is it? What is it like after that? I mean, does the game still hold up? So you mean after the newbie area? Well, after you get out of the newbie area, after you go through that death rift in the newbie area, and you go into Silverwood, and I mean, how does the game hold up after that? Well, now that there's um, less. Well, now there's less uh, people trying to merge to the entire area at once. It's actually smoother. Uh-huh. When it was hundreds of people trying to work to the same area at once. Yeah, that was crazy. That was definitely crazy. Matt, you were going to say something. Uh, I said it goes pretty smoothly. I mean. The the quests are laid out pretty good. I mean, albeit some of them are kind of boring. It's just like do this, do this, do this, turn in, go back, get more quests, do this, do this, do this. Well, but, but that's um, any MMO though, any RPGs like that. <clears throat> I mean, it's hard to get around that, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there are better. Well, I mean, it's more like go to central hub, get quests, go back out, come back to the hub. I mean, some I like the. The ones that are, you know, like, as the game progresses, the quests are there. You don't have to run back and forth, run back and forth. I hate the running back and forth. It just kills me. Yeah. It's just like, really? You know, just like, as you progress across the zone, I would like my dungeons to be, you know, linear like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't have to go back and forth and run to this area, then run all the way across the zone to this area. And it's just, that's one thing I don't like about it. Okay. But, I mean... The, the the leveling goes at a pretty good pace. Um, what about the combat? You know, is it, it? I think it's a little bit slower than WoW, isn't it? Yeah. The combat is slower. It, it, it is a little bit. But I mean, it's not. But it's not. It's, sometimes it feels like it's dragging. But when Trish and I are playing together, like it just zips. You know, because I've got my Justicar tank spec, and she's a mage, and. Every, I don't know, it's at least once a fight, maybe more, she'll just hit them with some super huge crit, and then all of a sudden the fight's over before it even gets started. So, that's nice. So, But yeah, I think the combat is a little sluggish. It maybe needs to be tweaked a little bit, make it a little bit faster. Um, and then they'll probably be good to go. I don't know. Um, the I, I'm, uh, What's the one after the Scarlet Gorge? What's that area? Where you get Kane's command? What area is that? Yeah, that's Scarwood. Scarwood Reach, and yeah. we we are just like stuck in there. There are so many quests, and we haven't had time to do them. And then of course there's all been this world event stuff, and it, I just I want to quest out of there so bad. And I, I poked my head into the Droughtlands a little bit, and everything down there was like my level or higher. You know, the first time I did it, and I was like, oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> so, I've died down there a couple times. But it's pretty good. You know, the, the, the scenery is, is really good. Uh, the graphics are really good in the game. I'm really enjoying that. It's taken a little bit, you know, for me to level. 
You know, I was expecting to, to zip through it a lot quicker, and I guess at some point, like, your level progression slows down a little bit, uh, so you can, you know, kind of take in your surroundings while you're leveling. So I, I'm, you know, 38, I'm nowhere near 50 yet, so, but I'm enjoying myself, I'm having fun, we're still playing. What about the dungeons? Are the dungeons any good? Yeah, I, I, I really like the dungeons. I mean, the dungeons uh, are... There goes they're a not plane. that challenging on uh, as far as as tricks like some of the the wild dungeons like you have, you have to have two people standing in this spot while a third one runs around him counterclockwise and you know yeah at a forty five degree parallelogram right so, right right but but I mean it's still fun I mean they they got a little bit of challenge to them I haven't played any of the the the, the higher her- level ones yet. Right, the heroic ones. Well, I just I picked up the guild quest. We have to go into like um, the fallen cascade and King's Breach or whatever. Um, we've got to mm-hmm. kill like twenty five bosses, but but it counts for each guildie that we have in there. So I don't know. Maybe if we can get five of us to run through there, we can get knock most of it out in one run. Who knows? So uh, yeah, I, they have a lot of different things for your guild. They have a lot of different things for your character. I mean, there's so many different ways to level and play and get gear. And you you don't feel like you're forced down one road. And that's very, very nice. And that's one thing. That's one of the things that I appreciate about the game the most is that if I want to go do this, I can, but I don't have to. If I want to go do this, the other thing I can, but I don't have to. If I want to do a third thing that's completely different, then that's okay. I could do that too. And I've still got ways available for me to 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 get gear to level my character to get experience and to still get the most out of my playtime by playing the way that I want to play Jesus can you hear that the jet oh yeah that's wow okay again my apologies for the sun and fun flying in Lakeland Florida today is a Florida residence weekend or this weekend so I think it's like $25 and you get in for like Saturday and Sunday per person. So, and there were some bad storms up here last week, man. If you live in the, the Tampa, St. Petersburg area, Tampa, St. Petersburg, Lakeland, there were some bad, bad storms, power outages everywhere. It was horrible. It even got me. So, Yeah, it almost took out the sun and, fl- uh, sun and fun itself. It actually knocked down some buildings. Uh, no, it was a tent. It was a tent, actually. And it was a bunch of planes. A bunch of planes got turned over, like the little... Uh, prop planes, quite a few of those got turned over, so I'm sure there's some insurance claims going in there. Uh, one tent did collapse that I know for certain, and I don't know if any other buildings collapsed or hangars or anything like that. I, I haven't heard that, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. So we had 95-mile-an-hour winds. It was crazy. So at any rate, all right, well, I want to go back to playing Rift. Did we talk about everything we wanted to talk about today? Uh, I believe so. All right, Matt, you got anything yep. else you want to contribute? Nope, we're good. All right, so we're going to keep on with the Rift. Uh, we're going to look for some of these new titles that are coming out. Dark Spore, Swarm, Alien Swarm, uh, Shogun Total War 2. Anything else? Did I forget anything? Portal 2. Portal 2. So you can check like all of these things out on Steam, Impulse. You punch it into the Googles. Look in your favorite video game magazine. I'm sure these things are going to be listed anywhere and everywhere. So that's some stuff to look forward to. I want to get back to playing some Rift. So I think we're going to wrap it up. 
we want to thank you for listening. Uh, and if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to contact us at h 2 Please feel free to contact us at h2mmo.blog at gmail.com or leave a comment on any of our blog posts. Um, I should have some more coming up. The new releases for April. Uh, an, inter- an interview. No, a review of Dragon Age 2. I never did put a review up of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood because I didn't finish it. Um, but I probably should do that. Uh, we want to thank the Blind Monkeys uh, for supplying the music that you hear at the beginning and end of this podcast. You can find out more about them at www.blindmonkeys.com monkeys is spelled m-o-n-k-e-e-z and if you're in the st petersburg area check out their website to see when they're playing next they're always happy to hear from new fans uh and that's it i'm done we're done say good night gracie gracie good night bye I just want to come my side It's hot, late, not feeling weak I need one with me extreme We're out, out, I'm feeling strong But it's dreaming my